0: like for me like I was just so spiritually and emotionally like broken by the end of 10 years of trying you know to find things to like numb out and fill the void and just nothing It, it just like you said earlier just stopped working and I was just broken and you know at the end like I um I was hospitalized for alcohol poisoning like three times in three months and the last time like I my blood alcohol was like six times the legal limit. Like they Jesus. were like, how, Whoa. like, like 0.48, like how are you alive? Yeah. Like what, 23 <laughs> old, what 23 year old is like that desperate to like, just get, you know,
1: yeah.
0: um, so like outside of herself and just obliterated. Right? Like I just, yeah. And so I was, I was broken.
2: And this is episode 098 with Kelsey Young. So Kelsey is a confidence coach and she wants you to get the most out of life. And she wants you to quit comparing yourself to others and build the confidence that you have by creating healthy habits and reduce your anxiety in this episode. Kelsey talks about her alcoholism and what it took for her to get sober and overcome that struggle of alcoholism and what she does for her self-care and being selfless. So, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please share this with a friend. Please share this with a loved one. Take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag me at Robert Delude. And tag Kelsey at Kelsey D. Young. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. You know, I I know that there is a lot of hate and a lot of protests going on in the world right now. And none of your business would love to have a voice so they can be on the show. So if you know anyone, please hit me up on social media at robert underscore delude and let's get this going let's get the ball rolling but until then if you want to swing over to www.eastcoasttags.com and you want to buy some black lives matters apparel or pride apparel then go over to www.eastcoasttags.com and use the promo code N-O-Y-B, or none of your business, all one word, and get 10% off. And all the proceeds from the Black Lives Matters apparel will go to the organizations that are behind supporting it. So, I love you guys. Please share this episode. Please find me on social media. And please go check out EastCoastTags.com. Stay safe. I love you. What's up guys, this is a another business podcast, a podcast where we talk about anything but your business, and ask questions that's no one's business. Now, it is my mission to bring you inspiring, soaring talent from the heart. We all go through struggles, it doesn't matter what our background is, but we can overcome and I'm going to show you how. Thank you for joining me today, now let the show begin. <laughs> All right. So, Kelsey Young, welcome to the None of Your Business podcast. How are you?
0: I'm great. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. I'm so yeah, excited to be here.
2: Absolutely. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited. It looks like a sunny day in Florida for you. Um, it's kind of raining in Montana. but you know.
0: <laughs> It is a sunny day here. Yeah. Having lots of great weather right now.
2: Love it. So, who are you? What do you do?
0: So, I'm Kelsey. I'm 28. I am from Canada originally, but have been living in uh, South Florida for the last almost six years, which is really crazy um, for me to think about. So, by day, I actually work with dogs. I worked with dogs for a really long time. Um, But I also now am kind of transitioning into helping women online build confidence, like becoming a confidence coach. It's something that I really, really struggled with Um, and going through, you know, my own personal transformation, like this massive transformation. I want to help women um, find the same thing. And, you know, if they want, I always like had that feeling like I wanted something more out of life but all these like mental blocks and limiting beliefs and just insecurity got in the way i think and um i've had like a massive transformation and you know i really want to help women find the same thing
2: awesome so you said that you struggled with like the confidence and building that self-esteem like tell me more about that yeah
0: it's big time so like from For as long as I can remember, really, like going all the way back to when I was a kid, like I was always super outgoing and like bubbly and goofy with the people that I knew and my family, like super comfortable being just who I was, but in front of like groups of people, even if I was friends with all of them, like one-on-one, you put me in front of all of them and I would just like shut down and freeze. Like I was just really uncomfortable, I guess in my own skin yeah. Um, from yeah for as long as I can remember like even I think when I was in fourth grade like we had to do our first speeches and uh, I wrote my speech and I just remember like when it was my turn like my last name is young so I'm you know of course at the end so I'm like sitting there waiting going through all these speeches just thinking in my head like right. letting that fear build and build and build and um, I just I refused like I think for weeks like everybody went ahead into their speeches and it was like weeks I was like no nope, not doing this like right. just uh, terrified really really just really fearful um, really insecure so it's uh, yeah definitely something that I always really really struggled with so. um, had a hard time
1: with.
2: Mm, okay so that was like fourth grade you were terrified of your speeches like when you were like going to high school did you like play on sports what like how did you what did your day-to-day look like with that high of anxiety and like low confidence
0: yeah so I mean I was always an athlete like from the time um I was a little kid like I did gymnastics when I was really little and then I was like I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I think they tried to move me into like, a with the older kids. And I was like, Nope, I'm not doing this. And I quit. Like I, you know, started quitting things that made me uncomfortable when I was like three, four years old. Um, and I started playing soccer, but like, um, and I played soccer competitively for years. Um, and that's like where I felt, um, most confident for sure. Like most comfortable, like, was something like some kind of release where I could, you know, just feel okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I said, I mean, I was fine with people that I was comfortable with, but new people or, you know, people I didn't know, I was just really shy. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, I, I can totally relate. Like, yeah. Like are people I know, like I will light up the room i can talk to you about anything and then i get around new people or in a crowd full of people and i'm like whoa i'm like a fly on the wall yeah and i use drugs booze whatever to Mm -hmm. first to get to be social be happy be bubbly and then eventually like there wasn't enough booze there wasn't enough cocaine then there wasn't enough meth there wasn't enough heroin and then i'm stuck in this cycle for years shooting up heroin shooting up meth like i was homeless in vegas for fucking five months um after having years of sobriety because like i'm just not okay with who i am right it's not okay i need to feel better and i'll do anything fucking abused men women fucking cocaine drugs alcohol netflix like it doesn't fucking matter i right. will do whatever the fuck i need to do to make myself feel better and yeah. that's how I coped with it. Like what made you like decide to flip the switch and work on yourself?
0: So, I mean, I can relate to everything you just said so much. Um, you know, I, I started, uh, getting into drugs and alcohol when I was young, like I was probably like 12 or 13 years old when, yeah, like, you know, it's just not, Normal for most people, right to right. have yeah. like a twelve year old I think about my poor parents, like looking at their twelve year old right. child um just you know it's it's scary, it's crazy, but like you know I just felt so desperate to get outside of myself and like numb all that feeling and all that anxiety um you know, so I was really young, and i that went on um you know, multiple treatment centers, multiple therapists, multiple psychiatrists, outpatient programs, like all the things. And, um, you know, it's, it's like all those treatments and, you know, great. Like they removed me from my environment. And the thing is like, and I always say this, like the people in those places, like, I know they were obviously like trying to help. That's yeah. their job. You know, they, have huge hearts but like so many of them were like it's not your fault you have a disease Mm -hmm. like it's not your fault and um you know this I moved to Florida for um my last treatment center that I went to which was like you know six months long and um someone kind of finally said to me like you need to take responsibility for your life like you're 23 years old you're an adult and like honestly, you've been an asshole. Like you are hurting people. You are killing yourself. Like who, what 23 year old, like drinks like this. Right. Like I, I had actually, um, been hospitalized before. That was kind of like the end of it for me. Like I was, you know, I was never homeless. Um, thank God, like somehow, like, my parents maybe like just let me stay with them um and so like that is just not part of my story but i know it is for so many people but i was like for me like i was just so spiritually and emotionally like broken yeah by the end of 10 years of trying you know to find things to like numb out and fill the void and just nothing it it just like you said earlier just stopped working and i was just broken and you know, at the end, like I, um, I was hospitalized for alcohol poisoning, like three times in three months. And the last time, like I, my blood alcohol was like six times the legal limit. Like they Jesus. were like, how, Whoa. like point like, four eight. like, how are you alive? Yeah. Like, what 23 year old is like that desperate to like, just get, you know,
1: yeah.
0: um, so like outside of herself and just obliterated right like I just yeah and so I was I was broken um and I needed somebody to look at me and say like you need to take responsibility for your life and show that
2: mirror back to you and
0: yeah and you know that was really like the first time someone said that to me like okay like I need to yeah, like I have a choice here to take responsibility and like you know, I am responsible if I want to like do these things and I want to help people and I want like I have a choice for how I show up, right? Mm-hmm. Every day and I have a choice to like which path I want to go down and
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: so I think that was kind of, you know, um the beginning for sure and then uh you know after i i got sober like so i did 12 step programs and yeah. uh, that worked for me yeah, yeah like i'm sure you know, so i don't actually like I'm not that involved in them anymore i just celebrated four years sober um like on what? yeah on uh 420 ironically is my
1: <laughs> date,
0: which i think is nice. kind of funny That's yeah. awesome. Uh, a little ironic but um yeah so like you know, I got down here, I celebrated one year sober, and then I relaxed. And I, you know, it's funny, we like forget, when we stop working on ourselves, we forget how bad it got. Ah, and, uh, right? you know, it's just the work is, it's constant, like, it has to be constant. And I'm actually so grateful for that today that like, you know, it's, it's slightly different in the sense that like, my life <laughs> depends on me taking care of myself today. Right?
2: Like, right, like, it's, any normal person would be like, yeah, I have to take care of myself. Fucking yeah. we, were are like, well, Yeah, take care of yourself or just don't and sit in our shit and see what happens.
0: And see where it goes, yeah. Like it gets, it could get ugly very quick. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually, you know, so grateful for that because I love like personal development and I love growth. So, you know, I'm grateful like that's kind of a a requirement yeah most for definitely. my for, for
2: my life most definitely most definitely yeah so you're i don't i'm probably gonna chop this up but you're a confidence and mindset coach
1: yes
2: okay so if like you're talking to like the younger version of you mm-hmm. maybe like 18 just lost drunk maybe not not even drunk Just lost, and you're the 18 year old version of you Mm -hmm. found you, and they're like, Hey, I need your help. How would you start that? Three, like, if you had like a three step process or three tips, like, what would that look like?
0: Oh, good question. Um, you know, it's like almost hard for me to like go there just because I'm, I'm like so grateful for a gratitude practice is, um, part of my every single day. It's how I start my day every single day. And for me, like, I am so grateful, um, for all of my experiences, even the really, really tough times, because I learned, uh, I learned so much and I honestly feel like I'm the person I am today because of what I've been through. Yeah. Um, but probably like a couple things, um, you know, something that really struggled is like comparing my my life to like others and thinking, you know, um, it had to look just like someone else's or my sister who is, um, I have an older sister, one older sister, she's four years older. She is a doctor now and she's been like super like academic focused, like straight A students, skipped grades, like done all the things, so smart. And like, you know, today we're very close Um, comparison was this really big struggle for me, even like my friends who seemed, you know, to just be on the right path and school was never my thing. And I just felt like, what is wrong with me? Like, um, you know, comparison can be, um, a really like, can just kind of kill your, your self-esteem and your confidence feeling like you have to be, um, someone else or something else to like be successful or be confident or, you know, so just like really like kind of stay in your own lane and focus on you and just be you just like show up as you. Um, and also like thinking about like who you want to be, like think about the person that you want to be. And when you're scared or you're fearful or you're anxious, like make decisions, like get so clear on who that person is that you want to be and, and like make decisions Mm -hmm. as that person. Yeah. Right. Everything
2: envision yourself being that person.
0: Right. And then make decisions as if you were already that person. Um, And uh yeah and just you know get uncomfortable and like that's part of it like i think that do go through i think for me like it was like i was like exempt like i felt like i was like exempt from life from like all the human emotions and experiences like i just didn't want to feel them and so i didn't i numbed out in any way i could um and so like i think that's so important for growth is like going through the uncomfortable stuff and you know, doing whatever you need to do to like, you know, like if it's, you're nervous and you have a dance party or you meditate or like whatever you need to do to just do it and get uncomfortable and um, yeah. recognize yeah. it's it's never that, it's never as bad as we make it
2: yeah, oh, in
0: our heads. <laughs> I, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: if somebody looked at me wrong i'm like oh what did i do oh my god how do they know what yeah. I didn't, did i do something wrong i haven't left my house how do they like what did i do wrong today oh no and then i'm like oh, oh, robert chill the fuck out yeah like i have a pause button tattooed on my wrist like because i Love like that like, fucking absolutely go insane I'll take off my watch <laughs> having a attached pause button on your <laughs> where your watch is is a really bad you can't
0: i love that that's so awesome that's like such a good reminder
2: yeah i want to say like the for the first three months like when i had the tattoo it was a great reminder but my friends would be like dude look at your wrist i'm like oh fuck. <laughs> so yeah after almost a year of being it on there i can now look at my wrist but it <laughs> yeah, uh, no
0: it's- covered up by the watch.
2: Well yeah. But
0: I, meant probably like mental wrongly. I through the
2: watch. Now now <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> solved. Hmm.
1: Uh,
2: so what have you struggled with? I don't want to say COVID nineteen because everyone's fucking talking about COVID nineteen right now.
0: Everyone's talking about it. It's a big uh it's a big thing. And you know I was just saying like to my dad last night um you know I I've caught myself feeling a little guilty through these times um I'm home and I have not left my house in a month and like I'm like I'm okay
1: really yeah
0: I'm okay and I like was saying to him like I almost feel a little bit guilty but I'm also like doing everything that I can to like show up and spread that wherever i can for whoever needs it like i feel this responsibility to share that
2: You're answering so your stories, like, you are just full of energy and yeah like yeah. man i love her energy this is awesome
1: yeah
0: yeah i do uh i do like a lot you know to i have like my sacred morning routine that i do you know every single day and i have like what i call non-negotiables
1: mm-hmm.
0: um that you know, I, I say no to other things. So I can say yes to those things. What are your
2: non-negotiables?
0: So like my gratitude, which is the first thing I do every single day. Um, water. I'm always like super, super hydrated. Um, that's just, you know, one that I used to like, let slip by like I would forget about it and I'd be like oh like why do I feel kind of like like shit and I have a headache and I'm tired and I have no energy like all the time but so water it's just so important and it's easy to forget um movement so like I move every single day move my body every single day so whether it's an intense workout or I jump on my spin bike or run or just go for long walks with my dogs like I move I move a lot like you know I have like my apple watch that I have my move goal on and I'm you know I'm really competitive so like I aim to you know over 10 steps every day um meditation mm-hmm. and uh I use the calm app which I'm loving and um uh sorry what is should be forgetting my other sleep I s- go to bed um at 9 p.m no matter what yeah sometimes like friday or saturday sometimes like i'll stay up till 10 but even new year's eve like i was in bed at 10 o'clock
2: right i hate yeah, saying that up past like nine thirty on new year's eve there's no point
0: yeah it's it's not like you know um also like the last couple years i'm really um I kind of am someone that hates like New Year's resolutions. Like I'm like, I'm not going to wait for a specific day, which is, I used to do it. So like, that's why, you know, I used to be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to start tomorrow or Monday or Mm -hmm. New Year's Eve or whatever. Like I'm not, you know, so I have nothing like, and I don't drink. So (laughs) a a huge, huge deal for me anymore. But
2: I don't want to stay up with you till 3am while you're drunk yeah i'm just gonna go to bed and uh work out in the morning so
1: yeah so exactly.
2: but bes- before this whole like pandemic thing like what did you like? what was your like day-to-day what did that look like?
0: like so before the pandemic i you know went to work so i would uh wake up at five and work out drink water do gratitude uh, And then you usually walk my dogs and then go to work, um, like eight o'clock. And again, like I got to spend most of my day with dogs. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, I would work all day, come home, um, usually walk my dogs again. And then I, um, would write and start doing the creative stuff. So like I started a blog, um, in October which I love like I, writing is such like an outlet for me and I love um, to be creative and um, I love writing and okay. I started a book actually in this quarantine that I've always yeah always wanted to write so
2: what, what's the book about
0: um it's kind of like a reflection um back. On my story with like what I know now kind of like looking back and like going through,
1: Ooh, through the story. yeah
0: okay. yeah so I'm uh like 25,000 words in
1: good right on like, Hell yeah on. I
0: kind of yeah I'm like I feel like I'm at this point where I'm like oh like do I have any words left <laughs> to say I definitely do but um the beginning like it just Flew out, and then um I'm having to get a lot more intentional now.
2: Good for you. I started writing a book last summer. That's awesome. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was writing it, and then my laptop crashed, and I just happened to move everything from like my cloud onto my laptop to like rearrange mm-hmm. stuff, and it crashed like that night so ever since then i i haven't like started Did you lose it? Oh yeah i lost like oh. i had like 50 interviews that were uh on there and like they're gone like i didn't publish them they're gone oh. Yeah but like it's so okay it <laughs> it's, it's okay like obviously like i was whatever was on there i was not supposed to do so yeah like i was pissed and frustrated and um i was upset for a little bit but yeah um like after like i realized like oh okay well that happened for a reason and now i can move yeah
0: and that perspective i mean it's so important like that happened to me with a single blog post i mean it's not you know it's like five minute read not anything crazy and i accidentally hit something weird on the key and it all deleted and like would not come back and i was like oh like so frustrated i was right at the end like just finishing whatever um so i can only imagine how you feel but i felt like the exact same right like i don't know for whatever reason something in there i just you know it was supposed to be different or whatever so like i rewrote it but mm. yeah that's that perspective is
2: important yeah. when i look at stuff that stuff happened for me instead of to me it's so much better i'm not a victim i can be a victim or i can take a responsibility and control my life right before i would be like yeah poor me nobody likes me yeah let me stick his in my arm yep you know, like stuff happens for me I was like me being homeless happened for me. Now I can Mm -hmm. share my story and hopefully my experience can benefit somebody else. And then I get to interview people like yourself and your story can help benefit somebody else. And when I get these messages from people, DM emails, Facebook, whatever that, Oh my God, I stayed sober. I didn't put a bullet in my head because of XX story or your story, whatever, because of your podcast, I didn't drink. Like I'm like, okay, this is why I'm doing it. This is why I have a purpose. My purpose comes from my pain. There's a struggle without story. And I did not make any of those up. Those were all, I regurgitated all those things. Right. So nothing was original there, but I like them because it gets to the point and uh, I kind of forgot where I was going with that, but <laughs> just my struggle to success can be somebody's story or it can be somebody's pathway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, I love like people like yourself, you're Senior uh Instagram and you genuinely want to help people, you are lit yeah. up, you're full of energy. Like I'm <laughs> like, damn, like love her energy. This is awesome. So if any whoever's listening, go find her on Instagram right now.
1: Oh, thank you. She yeah, is I've, just
2: yeah, it's that what Kelsey Young, right? Kelsey D. Young. Kelsey D. Young, yeah. Yeah, go I have find a
0: lot her. of fun over there. It's my favorite place, so definitely come say hi. Um, yeah, but it's, it's so true, right? Like our experience sometimes feels so painful, um, or so hard and like, um, you know, when we're in it and then you like eventually get to this place, like it sometimes doesn't happen right away, but eventually you get to this place where you're like, oh, like that's why that happened because like this moment right now. Like um someone comes along or something comes along and it's you have this opportunity to like share your experience and help someone. Like there's just I don't think any better better feeling than than being able to help somebody.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not gonna hire an electrician to well, you might be able to hire an electrician to fix your floor because he might be able to know how to do that. <laughs> but that was a really bad analogy <laughs> you get what i mean
1: i get what you mean
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you know you you said that your struggle with confidence growing up like what did your like relationships like whoever you were dating look like awful mm. so. <laughs> you want to tell me more about that
0: uh yeah um yeah they were not good they were not just you know, really unhealthy relationships, um super codependent, um, jealous, no trust, no honesty, like you know, and i for for so long like blamed those people for treating me badly or being like emotionally abusive or um you know all these things, and I blamed them for so long, and I like held on to that. Uh, those resentments for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, in like the first year I got sober when I was like, okay, I'm taking responsibility for my life and my actions and okay. Like I played a part in that too. Like I was not the best version of myself. I didn't Mm -hmm. take care of myself. I was wildly insecure, which made me get extremely jealous um I didn't trust people Mm -hmm. um so like I played a huge part in those unhealthy relationships and you know I'm I believe like you know we attract what we are
1: yeah oh fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) absolutely
0: like you have you keep getting these bad people like not that it means you're a bad person but you need to take a look
2: yeah no absolutely so my last relationship because I let's go around um, I'm not dating anyone for a while but my last re- relationship I was engaged and like we ended up homeless in Vegas together and when we came back to Montana uh, she got arrested because she ran from her probation officer which um really great just a great the story just gets better and better yeah uh, and i don't actually think i've told my audience that part of the story but anyways because that's her story i don't like to talk much about her story right but uh anyways when we got back to montana montana she got arrested and like i purposely overdosed because i couldn't get her out of jail so when i woke up in the hospital um like i like i honestly thought it was my fault like this codependent talks relationship her beating the fuck out of me each night it was my fault why she got arrested like, no it probably was like a, I, I wasn't my best person i was no fucking king by any means
1: <laughs>
2: but just having like i was same way my, my excuse me i would date these people just to say that i'm dating someone because i like oh if i have this trophy whatever that doesn't treat that's not what like the actions of treatment or trophy people do. It's like fuck. Well, maybe this day and age, because you just get a trophy for participating now. So
0: you sure do. Um,
2: but <laughs> that's kinda going off. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um <laughs> but just like I would date these terrible people. Not terrible, just mentally n- not there. I'm sure, if they like were sober and on meds, they'd probably be pretty good people but just these toxic codependent relationships um yeah I, I didn't it didn't matter how you treated me as long as i could say that i'm with you then i'm okay right I'm okay you can go do whatever you want
1: mm-hmm.
2: but if you come back to me then then it's, it's okay and yeah. like working on this personal development and like i'm glad that i like relapsed after three years of sobriety and ended up homeless in vegas i'm glad that happened because Mm -hmm. like the way i was the way i used to behave like i thought because i got sober at 19 i was king shit like oh oh don't worry like i used to be a piece of shit but i'm sober now so i'm just going to continue to treat you like shit and uh basically do the same thing that i was doing but i'm not sticking a needle in my arm it was just like i'm glad that it happened for me instead of to me like yeah me almost dying and being in the hospital in vegas not only alone i was in the hospitals in vegas for like four out of i went a lot i don't even know how many times i was there and then i ended up in the icu in montana and then i realized like fuck i need to do something Mm -hmm. i need to do something so what i'm just trying to get at is i can relate with how your life was and what you went through and you know so what do you <clears throat> how do you continue to have like a high confidence
1: um
0: constant work on myself like I always thought um you know it was people were just born that way, like mm-hmm. people were just born confident and just yeah. had good self esteem and Um, I really, really believed that, or at least I told myself that maybe to make myself feel better. Um, but I, I work at it, you know, I get uncomfortable every day. I take care of myself. I'm selfish in a sense. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I see it both ways. Like I struggled with it for a while because I was like, oh, I used to be so selfish, um, that I didn't want to, um, put myself first and like say no to people and so mm-hmm. I kind of swung the other way and was like major people pleaser
1: yeah which was totally
0: exhausting and then it's like okay now I'm last I have no energy to take care of myself to put into myself to be better um so I kind of now like see it as like being selfless it's like me putting me first is like selfless in a yeah. sense that I can show up for everyone else and for everybody in my life as like the best version of myself.
1: Um,
0: so I think it's, you know, it's really important. I know like so many people struggle with putting themselves first, like in terms of self care. Um, but I think it's just, you know, so important so you can be the best version of yourself so Absolutely. yeah it's like it's a lot of work I'm constantly trying to learn like I'm reading I'm podcasts I do live events I just did a virtual live event last weekend I sat on my couch for nine hours damn did a virtual live event yeah wow. it was like it was amazing um live right events on. are like my new favorite thing I, I love awesome. them I love the energy there yeah and I try and surround myself with People that are like minded and yeah. you know growth focused. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: What you are the average of the five that you spend the most time with? So true. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I it, yeah. That is so true. The people that I used to hang out with, yeah, I was yeah. That's so true. And now the people that I surround myself with it's my life's completely different yeah completely different i love it
0: Um, and i mean that you know the 12-step programs like really helped me with that but when i kind of stepped away from that i was like oh like where kind of are my people that are like trying to level up I i don't like i felt a little lonely and so honestly like at that point i was like in podcasts and books and stuff like all the time just trying to find people somewhere even though i didn't know them like i kind of just like took them on as my mentors <laughs> without them knowing it
2: yeah no, yeah. and yeah absolutely absolutely Like yeah. I, I can relate a lot to that like i would listen to probably like four hours of podcasts a day yeah I'm like i don't know who to hang out with i don't know <laughs> where these people are so instead of me going hang out with people that i don't want to fucking surround myself with go to the gym and listen to podcasts that's uh Mm -hmm. why not yeah so um so now that you like have confidence and you're in the right mindset like what does your relationships look like now
0: um so i am married now um i got married sober i got married last june i can't believe it's like been almost a year
1: well congratulations Um,
0: yeah and you know it's like so funny like so i think um at least for women like i think a huge thing that i hear all the time with um is like oh my god you didn't drink at your wedding or like people are like that's like a thing that people are really focused on like it's like a it's like a this vision that they've had their whole lives on their wedding day and toasting, and i don't know it's just like really cool like i didn't think twice about it and it was that's awesome um, it was yeah it was an amazing day um but he is you know he my husband was like one of my best friends um as we were getting sober and you know it's it's funny like if you would ask both of us neither of us at that time like we would neither of us would tell you like we will would have thought this would have happened really um yeah because when we when we met um we were both still like in the middle of a change. Like we were not the like yet the healthiest versions of ourselves. Yeah, it's funny. Totally. Like I we didn't see look at each other like that, but we were friends because, you know, we went through this thing together. And yeah. um yeah, it's just been it's been really cool. Like it just kind of blossomed and you know, he's absolutely like my best friend on the planet. And um somebody that I just feel like I can just be completely myself with which I never felt before um just be so weird and goofy like he just looks at me sometimes he's like you're so strange (laughs) (laughs) it's like I am I'm like a kind of bizarre human sometimes and I dance around the kitchen and I I don't know I dance everywhere I dance a lot um but it's just, it's, it's really cool. It's just night and day, right? Like I just so much trust and so like, you know, so much respect. It's just totally different. What I always wanted, but was just never in a position mentally or emotionally like to
1: have.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. That's, that's pretty, yeah, that's way cool. Yeah. (laughs) that yeah no i just yeah i just want to ponder on that for a minute because that's that's awesome like
0: yeah and it's really cool i mean he you know that we get to like go um to family events or like whatever and you know it's not like there's a ton of sobriety in our families or anything so like we have that support with one another um it's not as big of a deal anymore like honestly like i never thought i would get to a point where i didn't think about drinking or you know, I never thought I would get here, but it just today, like I, you know, just celebrated four years, a couple weeks ago. And it was like, I just finally feel like a normal human. Like Mm -hmm. I just feel like a regular human being that doesn't drink. And it's, that is, that is crazy to me.
2: That's that's awesome. (laughs) And like, so I can't speak for the women in Florida. I can't do that. But from my experience being in recovery in and out for almost ten years, mm-hmm. um, women just don't stay sober. They don't. So you having a what four years of sobriety and loving life and in a healthy relationship, like I fucking hope some woman out there can listen to this podcast. I'm like, okay, cool. It, like there is good the women the women that I know they have good sobriety. But just seeing the revolving door and twelve step programs, whatever, like it just in my experience seems like there's not a lot of hope for women. So thank you for being that hope of inspiration for somebody older or younger, because you're living the life of your dreams. So yeah. awesome For sure. So I got a couple of last questions. Yeah. I got a couple of last questions for you. All right. Um you, have a, you already threw out your Instagram, but you want to throw out your Instagram again. What is it? Yeah.
0: yeah. It's at, at Kelsey D. Young.
2: Okay. And you have a website also, right?
0: I do have a website, yeah. which is uh, imperfectlyrealme.com.
2: Mm. And where's the best place that somebody could reach, it, reach you?
0: Definitely Instagram. It mm. is by far my favorite uh favorite platform so i'm on like some other ones but i always just say like instagram is definitely the best place to reach me and my website is um linked there usually like my ro- most recent uh blog post is linked in my bio
2: okay yeah. so what is your message to the world
0: honestly just be yourself like just be you because you are like created as this unique individual and honestly like it's exhausting trying to be like someone else and you you are like this unique individual with these unique amazing gifts that nobody else has right and instead of like trying to like throw that away and be more like someone else just like embrace that and celebrate that because that's it's so cool
1: i love it love it right on yeah cool